Hello, and welcome to the James Market Clarity Podcast. I'm your host, Neil Kraft. And today, on episode 21, I'm joined by Mustafa Muna. Mustafa, how are you today? Excellent, excellent. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes, well, we appreciate your time. Mustafa, diving right in, uh, off the jump today, our focus is on small caps. Would you be able to provide some context and background uh, to our listeners on small caps uh, prior to getting into our thoughts on the market and, and kind of the outlook that we have for them this year? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so first of all, it's very important for investors to have exposure to small caps as a part of diversified portfolios. Um, small caps are riskier than their large cap counterparts are. In general, they usually are more volatile and more leveraged. So that's why they are riskier. However, with more risk comes a greater return potential. Um, nevertheless, it's very important uh, to run a quality screen on them, especially when the economic cycle is getting more more mature. Um, we are currently be- believe that the U.S. economy is, is in mid-cycle. So usually quality is not that important during the recovery part of the cycle, the early cycle, uh, the early part of the cycle. Uh, but when you get into mid-cycle, it's quite important to have a quality screen on top of uh, your uh, your uh, stock selections, uh, especially in small cap. And overall, uh, overall, just to give the uh, to give the listener a, a taste of what we do here at James, we we usually maintain an exposure to small caps for our client for diversification purposes and also for return return potentials. Uh, However, we overweight, underweight compared to the Russell 3000, which is a broad-based market index. Uh, currently, small cap represents around 7% of the market. Okay. Okay. That's that's great background. We appreciate that. Where are we today in terms of overweighting or underweighting small caps, uh, like you mentioned? Uh, small cap actually have just recently entered the bear market during this uh, recent sell-off. And we think investors may be able to pick some quality names at a discount. Uh, we have an overweight recommendation. Uh, we like balanced approach between value and growth in uh, within within small cap. Buy low and sell high, right? Buy low and sell high, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And, uh, it's time to go shopping. That's right. So getting into our outlook, you know, here at James, I'd say from the top down, why do we favor small caps at this point? Uh, well, from a macro level, our outlook is that the economy should continue to grow in 2022 albeit at smaller rates than 2021. Um, we think the growth in the first half of this year could be moderate as the Omicron wave hits the first quarter growth and the Fed tightening uh, hits the sentiments overall. And However, uh, again, bearing any deadlier COVID variant, uh, another Greek letter, <laughs> hopefully we don't get another variant, and bearing any uh, any variant, uh, and as COVID also transitioned from a pandemic to an endemic, we think the recovery would continue with more pent-up demand uh, and robust uh, consumer spending amid uh, amid. Uh, as a mid hot labor market and giving the excess savings that the consumer have uh, and also the strong household and corporate balance sheets. Uh, these are all ingredients for um, future spending. And uh, we like small cap also from the fundamental level uh, that they usually do well in a rising rate environment, uh, especially as, as financial sector represent a big percentage of the space. Um, uh, and, uh, and uh, that sector get get helped helped by 
uh, rising rate environment, especially if the yield curve st- uh, steepens. Um, additionally, valuation are cheap, especially after this recent sell-off. A small cap are trading around 25% discount to their large cap counterparts in a forward PE basis, and their earning growth is next 12 months. It may actually be double that uh, of large, 20 versus 10% estimated. Um, and their profitability of small cap have improved dramatic, dram- dramatically last year, uh, which actually proved their ability of uh, to efficiently manage their operation under duress, uh, as well as to pass costs to their customers. Um, and that, that that's some key key uh, key point why we like it uh, why we like small cap at this point from a macro level and from a fundamental level. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good news uh, on, on the whole there as it pertains to to small caps. Um, y- you know, obviously we wish the the pandemic would subside. Um, if for no other reason than we're running out of Greek alphabet letters. Here. Exactly. So, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, in all we, seriousness, we we do like yeah. to see those numbers go down. Absolutely, absolutely. Mustafa, we hear uh, a lot about the difference between growth and value. Um, what are James's thoughts on that debate currently? Uh, that, that's a very good question, Neil. Uh, the phenomenon of growth and value is very similar to the large versus small cap uh, debate. Uh, historically speaking, high economic growth favors small and value, while any risk to economic growth like the COVID Delta last year uh, favors large and growth stocks. Uh, so uh, think of uh, uh, small and value as the proxy for uh, good economic growth ahead. So they usually do well when the economy is growing above average. Uh, and uh, and uh, after vaccine news in 2020, to just give you guys, uh, give the listener a, a background info, uh, after the vaccine news in 2020, value had actually fantastic run. Uh, but mm-hmm. then as, as worries about the Delta variant emerged uh, around the spring and the summertime of uh, last year, economic growth took a hit. Uh, and, and, and actually growth types, type stocks, high, high, high PE stocks did really well. And over the past year, growth actually outperformed value by a wide margin and even more so in the last 26 weeks. Uh, last six months, basically. So almost the the swings that we've seen, uh, not just in the the COVID world, but as it ripples through the economy, it will kind of dictate uh, the large and growth decision. Exactly, it, it it definitely very dependent in the in the in the COVID, and also dependent in obviously COVID is impact the economic growth, and uh, as you see the economic growth uh, reopening and uh, growth is picking up again that favor the small and value part of the equation and actually uh, under under uh, you see large growth underperforming and uh, but if the economic growth get hit with any of the variant you see large growth uh, outperforming in the market so it's it's uh, it's very binary uh, has been very binary the last few since covid started basically. gotcha okay uh, and and but uh, you know since the, there was quite a run for uh, large growth um, and it, it got very expensive, uh, around 20, 29 uh, times the forward uh, PE, while value was trading only at 16 by the end of 2021. So that extreme valuation dispar- disparity 
was was quite extreme compared to historical standards. And the catalyst was the Fed tightening uh, and getting more hawkish from their minutes, from their meetings. Uh, and in January, that was the catalyst for the current sell-off. And there was a rotation from growth to value. And if you look right now, the past uh, month, um, actually value is holding up uh, is holding up very well compared to to, to growth. Uh, growth is getting it uh, hit in the chin, while value is actually out outperforming big time. It, it went down as as the whole stock market went down, but uh, it outperformed by almost six uh, percent to large growth. And uh, Probably the listeners are more interested in going forward. Going forward, we think you should have a balanced, uh, a balanced uh, approach to both uh, value and growth in the large arena and the small cap arena as well, because we think that's the the most uh, uh, that's the most balanced, way, most conservative way of doing it. Because uh, you don't want to be back and forth between the two styles uh, and the tug of war between the Fed tightening and uh, uh, greater economic growth due to Omicron fading and hopefully the pandemic turning to an endemic, uh, that should, uh, that should favor, which, which should favor the, the small cap uh, value. Um, I think we think overall you got to be balanced in your portfolio between the two styles. Sure. Certainly. And when you mentioned the catalyst was the Fed getting uh, a little more hawkish and, and tightening, um, it seems as though um, RIAs and uh, investors alike are hanging on every single word used in those minutes and uh, press conferences and announcements to uh, try to read into the future of, of their decisions. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's one of the major drivers currently for the market, the, the, the Fed uh, policy trajectory going forward it's 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 uh, it's because as interest rate goes higher that's really hurt the large growth and uh, the growth type stocks more because their profits are way in the future and when you discount them to the present using higher interest rate you get a lower present value for your uh, for your future profit and that hence lower prices for these stocks so they are quite sensitive to to, to the fed as you said Mustafa, what risks are there? Because we know risks are out there. What risks are there to to small cap stocks? Yes, of course, uh, economic growth. So if economic growth disappoints and the yield curve continue its relentless flattening, which means short-term rate going higher, uh, faster than than the longer term. So that difference between long-term rate, long-term rate uh, and uh, short-term rate uh, narrows um, usually not good for uh, the financial part of the of the small cap and usually actually uh, signify a fed policy mistake or another un- onset of another covid variant um, all if you see all of that if that's uh, materialized small cap are bound to underperform um, again another reason also can be margin are very narrow and uh, the continued cost pressure because of inflation, like uh, surging uh, surging labor costs, potential supply chain problem, the, all of these stuff hit the small cap profitability more than uh, more than the large cap counterpart. Um, but if you balance all the probability, we think small cap is an area to overweight in 2022, especially after the recent sell-off and uh, amid their valuation disparity between uh, between the two and the expectation for earnings as well. Uh, I th- we think the, the small cap should, should outperform going forward. 
Mustafa, thank you so much for your time uh, as well as your insights today. It's always a pleasure to have you on, and I know our listeners appreciate it. Sure, sure. You are very welcome, Neil. If you have any questions about small caps, this episode of the James Market Clarity Podcast, or our firm, please visit us at www.jamesinvestment.com for more information. James Investment, your future, our purpose. Thank you.